This is an ABC podcast. A mosquito bit me. Now my face is all puffed up. So, you've got a bug problem. There are cockroaches in the kitchen and they're so gross. But what should you do when killing bugs would bug you even more? Fall ice. The Ethical Bug Busters. We're highly trained bug professionals. Available 24 hours a day. If I can just get this little critter to crawl onto the paper. Then I can trap it in our trademarked Bug Buster jar. Yes! We've done it! We love you, Ethical Bug Busters, and so do these spiders. Hot damn, I love our ad. You're just saying that because you love the sound of your own voice. That is part of it, yes. Today on Short and Curly, join us for a day on the job. And help us get to the bottom of a curly, squirmy ethical conundrum. If insects are invading your personal space and annoying you and your family, what should you do about them? Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Today's question is from two of our listeners, Annalise and Julian, who are actually brother and sister. They asked us, is it okay to kill insects that annoy you or cause you trouble, or should you not hurt them? Their question inspired us to set up ethical bug busters, and any minute we'll be called for a job. Yeah, and what a job. The lifestyle of a bug buster, as tough as a beetle's carapace. Our emotional state, as fragile as a butterfly's wing. Poetry. Pure poetry. Thanks, Momo. Now, we know that there's no single way that people deal with insects and bugs in their homes. So, here's our Brains Trust talking about what happens in their homes when they come across bugs and insects. Depends what insect it is. For me, spiders are a big deal. If they, like, look dangerous to me, I will try and kill them. But if they're just daddy long legs, as long as they leave me alone, I will be fine. Because they are very venomous, but their fangs are just too small. So they're harmless to us. Um, my brother eats cockroaches. Once we found, he found a cockroach in the shower. And he said, he was screaming, like, kill it, kill it. And I'm like, it's just a cockroach. Use mum and dad's shower. I um, always have a lot of bugs at my house and I like I don't like killing them, but like if they really annoy me, I will kill them. And if you're ki- basically going to kill a bug because it's like grossing you out, maybe like it's like annoying you or like, you know, eating your food, or like basically like you killing your dog because it like was annoying you. People like just don't care because they think like because it's so small that like you don't really have to care about it because, like, it's not like something big that's harder to kill. Kill a fly, kill a cockroach, thong for a spider or um, a drying cloth for a fly, just try and whack it down, get out of my house. Um, The flying ants, when they come around and we accidentally don't close the door, they get everywhere, so we just, like, sweep them out with a broom because it's too hard just to kill them all. And also, there's, like, quintillion bugs so I don't I don't see the matter of killing a few of them like if they're bugging you sorry that's some big drama for such small pests 
And now, let's hear what happens in your house with our first thinking question. Remember, you can pause the show and then press play when you're ready to keep listening. And here's our question. When insects or creepy crawlies get into your home, how do you tend to deal with it? And do you treat some insects differently from others? Hit pause now. Yes, hello. This is Ethical Bug Busters. Slugs! They're inside the house. They're climbing all over the walls. Ah! I'm at 42 Donut Street. Oh. My. Goodness. Carl, it's time to roll. Get the kit. Okay, on it. Glass jars. Check. Special Pied Piper flute. Check. Matt Beard, our resident bug-busting ethicist. Yeah, he's already snoozing in the back of the van. Delicious treats to lure those critters away. Check Areno. And don't forget our last resort, the bug spray. Oh, oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll just see what we're dealing with first. Okay, ethical bug busters, roll out. Switch on the siren, Molly. Hold on to your butt. Slow down, we're going to die. Oh, you're such a reckless driver. I'll drive any speed to help a family in need. Okay, well, while you're zooming, let's get our heads in the game. Yeah, come on. You're a sciencey nerdy guy, Carl. Remind me of some slug facts. All right. Uh, fact one. Slugs are actually a kind of mollusk, so they're more like a clam than regular bugs. Interesting. Good to know what we're dealing with here. Uh, fact two. They have thousands of teeth to munch their way through tough leaves. Oh, my lordy Lou, they sound bitey. Well, they don't actually bite. But, fact three, they do leave a slimy trail, which lets them stick to surfaces or slide about. Actually, it's a bit adorable. OK, no more time for nerding out, Carl. We're here. Bugbusters, thank goodness you're here. How bad is it, kid? So much slime. Everywhere, it's gross. You said the slugs were in the house. Where are they? At first, they were in the garden, but now they started creeping into the kitchen. You've got to do something. We're on it. Carl, break right and flank them. Roger that, Momo. Ah! Ouch, Carl, you okay? They got me, Molly. They laid a slime trap. And now they're coming for me very, very slowly. Carl, you have to get up. I'll cover you with my tiny insect-repelling water pistols. Quick, someone squish them! Whoa, 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 whoa. You want us to kill them? Yeah, they're gross and annoying. Slugs don't mean you any harm. But I trod on one of them the other day and this yucky, slimy stuff got all over my toes. It's a pretty good point, isn't it, Molly? Uh, but look, we're the ethical bug busters, so I think we need some ethical backup here. Matt, Matt Beard, do you read me? Roger, Molly. Sorry, I was just talking about the mutability of life with this caterpillar. We're all in a chrysalis when you really think about it, you know? Yeah, totally. Get out of the van and come here, Matt. We've got a dilemma. 
coming. Okay, I'm here. Ouch. Oh, why is the floor so slippery? Welcome to Slug Slime, Matt. Slug Slime. So nice to be here. Matt, our client wants us to kill the slugs because they're leaving a gross mess. That seems a bit extreme. Oh, yeah. I know that dilemma really well. We get slugs at home too. They like to sneak into our hallways at night. And when I get up to go to the toilet, it's ugh, it's the grossest feeling to have a slimy slug between your toes. Ugh, yuck. So it is okay for us to kill them then? Well, I don't kill them at home. I pick them up with a tissue and just plop them outside. Right, but don't they just crawl back in? Well, sometimes. But what I'm trying to do is balance two different things here. First, my want not to feel slug juice between my toes. And second, the slugs need to be alive and live a good sluggy life. If I put myself in the slug's position, I know what I'd want the human to do. Yeah. I mean, to live a good life, you kind of have to be alive. That's just how it works. But what about zombies? Zombie? That's that's a whole nother episode, Carl. Anyway... I think the point is, we probably can live good lives even if we slip on the occasional bit of slug slime. So in that sense, maybe the people living here don't need the slugs gone, they want them gone. But from the slug's point of view, the slug doesn't just want to live, it needs to live. Yeah, obviously. Oh, what are we going to do, Carl? Well, I'm still seeing red after getting slimed by those slugs. Okay, let's just hit pause again to think about this one. And our question is, would it be okay in this situation for us to kill the slugs? Why or why not? Hit pause now. And now let's find out what our brains trust would do. No, it's definitely not okay to kill a slug because I know when I see a slug, I only see one like what, once like one or two months. So, like, I see a fly every single day. So, I feel, yeah, there's heaps of them. That's fine. Just smack them if it comes near you. But if I see a slug, honestly, if it's a big one, I'll pick it up and toss it under a tree to burst and go pecking at it. And also, why do the French love slugs? Well, the answer is because they don't like fast food. <laughs> I definitely feel that it's not okay to kill slugs just because they gross you out and disgust you. They definitely are a bit slimy and wriggly and gross, but they're, they, they, they're harmless, they don't annoy you because they're on the ground. They're really slow, it's easy just to shoot them out of your house or off your garden. And I get that slugs or snails are attracted to your gardens and your fresh tomatoes and all that, but like, that's no reason to kill them. You can always plant new tomato trees, but with slugs and snails, you can't just bring them back from the dead once you kill them. Just because it's gross doesn't mean, like, what if you were gross? Does that mean someone gets to kill you? They're not trying to annoy you, they're just going about their day. And um, just because they're not the best looking animals doesn't mean you should be able to hurt them. You should just pick them up and put them somewhere in a garden bed or something and just leave them alone. 
So, kiddo, what have you decided to do about your slugs? Well, I've never thought about it from the slugs' point of view before. I guess I could try taking them outside. They still gross me out, but I'll give it a go. Not worth the trouble, but giving it a go. That sounds like a win for the ethical bug busters. If you need us again, we're only a phone call away. Thanks, ethical bug busters. Huh, speak of the devil. It's another call. Let's take it in the car. This job never stops. Sorry for the delay. This is Ethical Bugbusters. What can we do you for? Hi, Molly and Carl. Ah, I just opened my drawer and saw a cockroach racing across my socks and undies. Disgusting. More than just disgusting, it scared the heck out of me. I was all like, ah! You're in shock. Just take a breath. I don't want them racing all over my underwear. How am I supposed to get dressed? Oof, it's everyone's greatest nightmare, a cockroach in their underwear. I'm at 62 Binnaburraway. Get here quick. Okay, kiddo, hang tight. See you soon. Take the next right, Momo. Okay, time for some intelligence on these bad boys, Carl. On it. Cockroaches are one of the fastest terrestrial animals on Earth. Relative to size, of course. Incredible. And it's their speed that adds to our fear. We don't know which direction they're going to run to next. They keep you guessing. And they can hold their little breaths underwater for more than half an hour. What? That is actually super impressive. But it means our tiny water pistols might not scare them. This is going to be one tough job, Momo. Isn't it always, Carl? Okay, Molly, this is it. Get the kit and hurry up. Uh, hello? Weird, the door was left open. The place looks empty. Hello? Help, too scared to move. It's on the doorknob in my bedroom. I can't get out. That's the sound of fear, Carl. Quick! Studies do show that cockroaches are the number one insect feared by humans. Sounds about right. But fun fact, they're actually not very dangerous at all. Carl, not really helpful when the kid is freaking out. Okay, this is the room. I'm ready with our nets and glass jars. Here we go. (laughs) Away, roaches! Wait, I can't see them. Where'd they go? (sighs) They're hiding somewhere. One second they're right here and the next they're on the other side of the room. (sighs) I'm paralysed with fear. Don't worry. Lots of people freak out about cockroaches. Which is why we've prepared a special antidote for that. Because when it comes to fear... Knowledge is the best medicine. Matt, that's your cue. Don't mo- Oh, sorry, yeah, that we rehearsed that earlier. Right. Knowledge can be the best medicine, but it's not easy medicine to take. When we're confronted with something that makes us feel grossed out, we get a powerful instinct that can override our knowledge and thinking. It's called our disgust response, our internal yuck radar our oomometer. It's full sails on the little grot yacht. Okay, I think we get the point, but... Right, sorry, I get carried away with metaphors. Anyway, we've evolved to feel disgust towards some things that might make us sick or get us poisoned. You know, certain smells or colours and textures, they set off alarm bells in our brain that make us go, don't touch that. The way pretty much everyone feels about cockroaches, sure. 
Right, but our yuck response can be inaccurate and unhelpful. What's gross isn't necessarily bad or dangerous. For example, cockroaches. They're way less dangerous than, say, mosquitoes. But mozzies don't gross us out in the same way. So why do 99% of our clients find cockroaches so disgusting then? Partly that's because we think they're unhygienic and unclean. And look, we should be careful about cockroaches in our homes. If they get into our food, they can give us food poisoning. But let's be honest, that's not the main reason we freak out at cockroaches. We kind of just hate them because we find them gross. And we find their movements really unpredictable and random and surprising. And that can make us a bit nervous. And all of that combined together means that we really just want to smash them with a thong. I don't want to just smash them with a thong. I want you to nuke them with the biggest bug bomb you've got. I cannot live with cockroaches in my house. And you're meant to be the bug busters. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, tiger. We're the ethical bug busters. And that means bug bombs are a last resort. But that's just our opinion, and there's plenty more out there. So let's hear from our brains trust. We asked them what we should do about cockroaches in our homes. If there's like an infestation, I might kill them. I suppose it's kind of like an invasion of your kind of like space area. The bubble. Yeah, the bubble. I wouldn't want to squish it or move it because I don't really like touching them. I'm not scared of them, they just disgust me. So most of my underwear isn't in my underwear drawer because I'm not a neat person. Or I'd just get someone else to do it, not kill them, because they are gross, but they've still got lives and that matter. And they probably just came in here trying to run from something else. Like, my brother was trying to kill it, and it just scurried up the drawer and then fell in the drawer accidentally. I would just say, it's an accident. Everyone has accidents, but sometimes it shouldn't cost their lives. If it's, like, a big one and it's, like, in the bathroom, everyone's going, ah, kill it, kill it, kill it. I just quickly grab some tissue, squish it down the toilet, bye-bye. Not like it's going to hurt nature. Wait, think about it. Do that every single day. That's going to affect the population because you're going to be taking it away. It's not like they're, they're like bees and they pollinate, but cockroaches and pollinate. Like, they do eat stuff, actually, because, like, they eat, like, what do they eat? They eat something, and if that thing grows bigger, the thing that they eat, that could, like, harm us, and if they don't eat it, then we will get affected by it. Do you personally know of something that they eat that would affect us if they didn't eat it? I don't know, but like they definitely do eat something that can help. Um, I reckon it's all right, because I, honestly, I see about 52 million cockroaches a day, and it's fine to kill one or two that actually bothers you. Because I know lots of them don't bother you, but the ones that do, like, like I'd step away from it, but if it like, starts following me or... Hops on my plate at the dinner, just flick it off or squish it. You know what? I'm just going to Pied Piper these roaches on out of here. I'll just quickly test my little flute is working. And while she's enticing those roaches out of the house with that perfect piping, let's pause for a quick thinking question. And here it is. Do you think it's okay to kill an insect that you're scared of, even if it won't really hurt you? Hit pause now. Okay, look, 
I'm not going to make any promises, but I'll try and learn a bit more and then decide. And in the meantime, thanks to our handy bug buster jars, we've relocated all the roaches from your undies drawer. Happy customer, happy cockroaches. That's how we do it at the Ethical Bug Busters. Great work today, team. Time to hit the road. Wait a second. That's a priority alert. It looks like there's bug trouble over at Short and Curly HQ. No, not again. Those tiny monsters. Step on it. Did Short and Curly's producer and creator, Kyla Slavin, leave her tuna out on the bench again? Oh, it took us weeks to convince that swarm of ants to leave the kitchen. Nah, it's much worse than that. Oh, no. Executive producer Justine Kelly's been secretly breeding termites again, hasn't she? Yeah, that's it. And if we don't do something quickly, they'll eat away the foundations. The whole building could go down. Ah, the brains trust are in there. Riley, Malia, Milo, Clay, Angus and Ava from Casuarina Street Primary School in Catherine. We gotta save them. We're coming. Whoa, Molly, I know we gotta rush, but... Seriously, stop swerving like that. The bug jars are gonna... Ah, they're everywhere! And they want revenge! This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. And we have one more thing to tell you about today. Oh, Carl, not so loud. There's a podcast by some of my excellent friends at ABC Science that you and your younger siblings should totally check out. Carl, please don't yell into the microphone. This is very uncomfortable. It's called Noisy by Nature, hosted by ABC's nature nerd, Anne Jones, and it introduces you to the weird and wonderful sounds of the natural world. Okay, buddy, the only one who is truly noisy by nature here is you. So I'm switching your microphone off now. Molly, can you still hear me? Find Noisy by Nature on the ABC Listen app. Molly, please let me yell at the microphone some more. Maybe I should turn his mic off more often. Life feels more calm already.